Okay, welcome back to uh, this week's uh, episode of CC Talks, and um, we'll start off as we normally do, so let's have our uh, class register, make sure everybody's here, present and correct. We have our uh, usual drinks, had a great, great, great food, and some vegan menu today. And um, and so, uh, Miss Burns, are you uh, here, present and correct? Here, sir. Mr. Powell? Here, sir. Very good. Well, let's, uh, let's crack on. So... Uh, we're going to go through uh, this week, predominantly focusing on the stadiums. We we chatted and touched upon it on last week's podcast, and um, there's been uh, yeah there's been further advancements with the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So uh, yeah, let's let's hear about it. But no, we're going to first of all talk about Mr. Ronaldo's hat trick because uh, we'll come on to the stadiums. But Ronaldo uh, obviously scored a hat trick uh, to get Juve through, and um, on Wednesday against Atletico Madrid. What do you think, guys? What do you think to it? Yeah, what's interesting is that their share price rocketed the following day. Yeah, thirty percent. So, you know, does this show that there's now a shift in the way that you acquire players, certainly at the very high end? Mm. Because you know, if that if if a player can have that sort of impact on the value of the club, it makes a huge amount of commercial sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But how many how many players physically in the world can have that sort of impact? You know, well. You know, I suppose you could always argue that there's there's always sort of five, half a dozen, maybe mm. even ten at any one time mm. playing that that are yeah. that good or yeah. have you know that impact. You know, is Mbappe as good as Ronaldo? Is he as good as Messi? You know, is he as good as you know, who, you know Bale? Bale, I suppose. You know, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, which are the players that that have the skill, have the charisma? Have the the personal brand qualities that can take the club, you know, up a notch in terms of the you know its revenues. Yeah, and I its mean, value. no, it is. I mean, it's it's interesting how, you know, what hundred million they paid for him, um, and it's the Agnelli family, isn't it? So they yeah. they they, uh, they invested hundred mil. Um, they make good investments. Well, outside of football, <laughs> the Agnelli family. So so you know, this is no different. This no, is, no, this is they're, a they're, they're calculated. Asset. Yeah, calculated transfer. They've taken an asset. And um, you know he's delivered. And but what's most important? I mean, he delivered a hat trick there, got him out of out of jail really, um, and uh, and they've gone through to the next round. I think they're going to pick up something like extra ten million revenue from just from the the Champions League TV. I think they've got Ajax in the next round. I think that was in earlier. Yeah, well, that'd be an interesting game. That'd yeah. be a good game because yeah, Ajax, Ajax played really really yeah, well, didn't they? Very the good young, young, young squad young team. And um, so yeah, no, it'll be it'll be it'll be a great one. And of course, he's back on the stage. But it's it's interesting at the moment. I mean, the, the shares have fluctuated. I think they were they were down at they were down at one twenty two, and then they went up to one fifty nine. But um, but yeah, they ended up closing on a seventeen percent gain. So that's not bad. No, um, you know, from an institutional point of view. But um, so the equity value has gone up. Yeah, um, they've obviously gone for some debt capital raising. They did. So, yeah, because we did. talked about it before about the five year mm. bond. Mm. Uh, so they're looking to raise one hundred seventy five million there, really to cover off, I suppose the. The contractual cost of of Ronaldo over the period of his yeah. of his deal, um, yeah. Social media accounts increased by nearly twenty percent. I think mm. it was mm. you know mm. since Ronaldo's been there. I think they've got about you know sixty million followers yeah. um, across all their social media accounts. Yeah, you know, this is a guy that's you know well into his thirties, and you know when it happened, you know we all thought you know. You know, what, mm. What's the rationale for Ronaldo? Mm. What's the rationale for Juventus? Well, certainly from a Juventus point of view, yeah, it's it's clear. Yeah, you know, the value yeah. of the club has has increased as a result of that. From a Ronaldo point of view, I mean, you know, maybe he needed a change. 
you know, he maybe he was getting stale at uh, Real Madrid, and and you know this is rejuvenated. No, no pun intended with the Juve <laughs> bit in the middle, but this is re, you know rejuvenated uh, yeah. Ronaldo as yeah. again as a as an individual brand. I mean, you know, to do what he did, you know, earlier this week, to you know to turn a a two nil deficit from the first leg into a three nil win with a with mm. a hat trick. Yeah, it's it sensational. Game, it is game changer and. Uh, yeah, and, he, and I think I think before the game he was saying to people, you know, I'm going to get a hat trick today. I'm going to get a hat trick today. I mean, he, he's, you know, he is the ultimate professional. No matter whether people love him or hate him, he, he's, he is the ultimate professional. You look at the age he is and the and the fitness that he has. Yeah, he can go on for another two, three, four years. Um, and we've talked we've talked about fit. what's happened to Juve as a result of Ronaldo joining, on you know on the basis of equity value going up. You know, debt finance opportunities, increasing the number of social media accounts. Mm. But the one thing that was always the measure we haven't mentioned, which is the shirt sales. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, and you know, because they've been they've been huge. Chelsea, you you, how much are they? Yeah, I mean, well, within the first twenty four hours of Juve signing Ronaldo, um, I think they sold around five hundred twenty thousand shirts. <laughs> um, it brought in about fifty five million euros just within that first twenty four hours alone. I mean that's something, isn't yeah. it? And they've gone up again, even though the shirt's getting a bit old in this season. But you know, it's a Ronaldo effect. No, it is, and uh, and uh, you know, it's it's. Um, which other clubs? I mean, you know, watching, looking at this model, there must be owners out there thinking, can we, you know, can we replicate? Can we duplicate what what what's happened at, uh, at Juve? And um, and it, it may not be. I think there, you know he does have an an individual flair, you know, a charisma. That Messi doesn't, you know. Messi is a great, fantastic footballer, but does he have everything else that goes around it? So you've got to have, you know, he's got the full package, so to speak, because he's, you know, he's fairly. Uh... Well, one guy that we didn't mention is obviously his Neymar. Mm. Yeah, you know, Neymar obviously went across to Paris Saint Germain. Okay? Yeah, spent a lot of money on him, but he's not had the same impact, I don't believe, on Paris Saint Germain as as Ronaldo has had on no uh, on Juve. And you know, thinking about clubs that that need, you know. Impact players like that, just from a you know a commercial point of view, mm. you could argue that you know Real Madrid are in that that position now. They they sort of lost their superstars. We talked about Bale earlier, but he's not. I don't believe he's quite the same level as as Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, maybe Mbappe. But you know what is you know what is the um, the you know what what is the next step for for Real Madrid? They're taking Zidane back. Yeah. is that a good move? You know, where's the where's the leadership? It's not a progressive move, is it? Um, yeah, and then they, they have they've lost the sparkle. So uh, so is it is it is it you know is the remedy go out and get a superstar? Bring well, back it, it probably yeah, is. It, it can probably be worse in the past. Yeah, yeah, probably is going to be, and um, and they'll you know they'll find somebody who can. Uh, but you know, talking about Neymar, you know, he, he has a style, he has a fashion, he has a brand. He's you know he's 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 um, certainly you know. Um, uh, has a, a huge amount of followers, but yeah, does he have the same charisma? Probably does. South America and and uh, I don't know what his following is like in Asia, but I imagine it's pretty good. So um, it is. But what's interesting? It's it's a it's a and model. There was talk actually about Real Madrid going after Neymar. Was which it would have been really mm. strange, obviously, because it went from Barcelona to PSG mm. and then to go back go to back Real, in. Real Madrid. But yeah, yeah, uh, it, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise. I think it's, I think Neymar's looking for a change anyway. I think it's uh, you know. He's been overshadowed. Well, he's had injuries, but he's been overshadowed by Mbappe a bit, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, watch his space for the summer transfer. 
Nike. Nike. There you go. That's Why? how it Nike. is. Why are you playing that, James? That's how you pronounce it. It's <laughs> yes, official. So we, we were just talking, um, we've been talking earlier in the office today, that Nike have signed a new deal with um, UEFA Women. Um, it's a three-year promotional deal. Um, the financials are yet to be disclosed. But I think it is a great sign, um, like we were discussing last week, actually, on the podcast, mm. with regards to International Women's Day. So it's a nice move forward. A spokesperson from Nike said that they see this as the next chapter to support, celebrate and elevate female athletes. And I know they're making a real aim to be investing at the grassroots level to help to encourage more women to get involved with football. Um, and this is, you know, three months down the line from Visa's new seven-year deal with UEFA to sponsor the game as well. So it is a, it is a great move forward, I think. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think, um, you, uh, I think you mentioned earlier that a quarter of Nike revenues are derived from selling women's gear. Mm. Um, yes. So footwear, apparel. Um, you know, this is, this is a great idea. You know, it makes a huge amount of commercial sense. You know, the uh, you know, women's gear, I think you said, you know, did you say seven billion? Seven billion it's been valued yeah. at, yeah. Uh, nine, from, from, you know, in terms of sales to, to women last year. Um, yeah, makes a, a huge amount of sense. You know, the, the women's game is much more visible now. You know, what is the downside? This is, you know, they, they will be seen to be at the forefront of developing the women's you know, game of football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and if you're going to sponsor, sponsor UEFA, who, you know, as an umbrella organisation, certainly in the, in the women's game, seems to, to mm. be, you know, seem to be pretty switched on and, you know, are throwing a lot of time, money and effort at uh, developing the game. That makes a huge amount of sense. And it's, a, it's the Women's World Cup in the summer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's good timing. And I think, I mean, certainly women's football is uh, is is one of the fastest growing you know sports over here uh, in the UK. Um, and uh, yeah, and, you know, but also if they're going to have football gear, naturally that brand will then lead into running gear and everything else, or they may already have that. So yeah, no, it's good positioning, good to hear, and um, uh, yeah, they'll get their. I'm sure they'll get the return on the investment. Okay, stadiums. So we uh, we mentioned that we we're going to focus on stadiums this week, and we finally got round to uh, getting to stadiums. So we're going to talk uh, this week about Tottenham Hotspur Stadium because they have announced their uh, their first games. So they're going to be uh, kicking off on March the twenty fourth with the under eighteen. So obviously they're playing Southampton in front of a thirty thousand crowd. What a what an opportunity! Imagine being under eighteen and, and having the opening game in a, a billion billion pound stadium. Uh, that's something to tell the grandkids. But um, there's interesting facts, and I mean, there's a lot of lot of study, a lot of um, uh, intrigue into you know, is this the game changer of all stadiums? It's certainly going to be a, you know, a new design, incorporating technology and things. Um, before we come on to that, though, capacity. So they've Tottenham's going for sixty two thousand and sixty two, and there's a rumor that they are only going. Well, they're going that because obviously they can fill it, but they wanted to obviously make sure that it was uh, a larger capacity than their. Uh, their neighbours and rivals, Arsenal, which is in at 60,260. But that's just a small fact, and I'm sure somebody will uh, text in if, uh, if, if, uh, if we're wrong. Um, but what we want to really talk about today is, is you know, this is a, a major investment to the club, and um, obviously, is it, is it the new sort of benchmark on stadium? Um, you know, it would have been interesting if a, Mr. Bromovich had gone ahead with his Chelsea one, because that was going to be a Again, a state-of-the-art you know, new design, but that's uh, that's being put on hold until 
probably between <coughs> before uh, new owners come in. Well, the usual question is, um, how are they going to get a return? Because what's the cost? The cost is getting close to... I think it's, uh, it's near to a billion. To a billion yeah. 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 Okay, so it's, yeah, it's just under a billion pounds. Yeah. Um, there were rumours that, that um, there was interest in buying Tottenham mm, yeah. at a price of over two billion. Okay, so first point is from a capital appreciation point, this the investment in this stadium mm. has you know what has that done to the overall value of, as of a Spurs mm. as a as a club? It's clearly yeah. I mean, it, they're rumours, and it, you know it's ultimately what the market you know what happens in the market, but you know they they could have probably doubled their value maybe even more than that by you know investing nearly a billion pounds in the stadium. They'll get repayment. I can't remember how many years they think they're gonna. It's going to take for them to repay mm. um, the mm. cost of the stadium, but you know they've got they've got Goldman's involved. They've got Bank of America involved. They've got HSBC involved. There's talk about um, converting the development cost into a bond, yeah. um, which will then get that re- repaid. Um, you know, so and then you know then you factor in all the NFL angle mm. all the match day non match day revenue streams you know it, it even you know we'll all think about this in a very short term way at present that you know they've got electrical problems it's taken ages to open it should have been open in september but but ultimately over the life of the stadium and over a short period of that life they'll get a great return on this yeah they will and so it's about fun experience it's fun engagement I know they're wanting to make sure that when the fans come there, they stay for the day. They have you know the the, the stadium tours. There'll be other various things that you know food and beverage and everything else. But they're looking to when they get the fans in. Remember, because the you know the Asian supporters are going to travel over. It's a it's becoming a, it will become a destination to travel to. Not only to watch football, but to have a fan experience. You know. Climb up the roof, they reckon. Look over, you know, the the London sites. And they'll be able to see whatever, the Emirates. Whatever you can see, they'll be able to see the Emirates from there, won't they? Now, or, or Wembley, the, the true home. I don't think that'll be on the brochure. Okay. Yeah, but, and, uh, and as and as for it being a game changer, as you were saying earlier, well, look, we don't mind it being a game changer as long as it's after City have played there. <laughs> yeah, obviously. well, this is it. They've got the Champions, the Champions League. League. I know, yeah. and uh, and they are, they, you know, some people thought they were going to wait until the new season, so it doesn't give them a, either, either give them a competitive advantage over the, certainly the Premier League opposition, or vice versa, you know, yeah. coming into a brand new stadium, how are the players going to react? You know, it's, it's, a, it's again, it's part of the psycholo- psychology and the test for the manager to make sure the guys focus in and don't spend the time, you know, looking at all the new stadium. So it's, it's, it's got to be interesting. But anyway, they're kicking on with that, they're getting it open. And um, What about the naming? Because there's been yeah, naming rights. About naming yeah. rights. Chelsea, you, you, you were doing some digging on this. I don't think there's yeah. anything definite is there but no i mean there's rumors flying around that it might be called the nike stadium um but that has been denied by uh representatives from from tottenham okay. so mm. currently and what sort um, of figure well daniel levy's hoping for 200 million over over a 10 year long deal mm. so 20 million pop yeah is that realistic yeah probably yeah yeah i would say so I'd say yeah. so. I don't think it's out of this out of this world. You know, again, remember he's got NFL coming in, so you're going to have a lot yeah. of the American uh, uh, you know, uh, supporters and eyeballs. I mean, that's two games a year, but it is a minimum. So yeah, it I think it'll be. be I think it'll be more. But yeah, because Emirates. You know, sorry to keep bringing Arsenal up, but Emirates. I think they renewed their deal, didn't they, um, in 2018 for another five years, which was. 
um, I think 200 million, but it's a bit strange this one because obviously part of it is kit, is the okay. shirt sponsorship mm. for a five year period. Mm. But I think they've still got the stadium naming rights through to something like 2028. So they're, they're not quite running in alignment. But 200 million over 10 years, 20 million a year. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you could have that money now, you'd take it mm. if you were Daniel Levy. If if it's not on the table now, then you take the chance, don't you? Get the stadium open, get people saying fantastic things about the stadium, mm. get mm. the NFL there in the in the autumn, and then you'll get people that are interested in 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 naming it. Oh yeah, and, no, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, it's uh... and two hundred million, uh, yeah. Well, it's a decent target, isn't it? Mm. I think. Mm. I, I yeah, don't. It's I, achievable. I don't, yeah, I think it is achievable, and um, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how that uh, how that rolls. Uh, but also on the technology side, because I know you've been sort of having a little look at, uh, you know, they've got, there was a thing in the, there was thing in the press this week, and I don't know whether it, you know, obviously it was a photograph, all this technology, all this you know, brilliant investment, but the playing surface, because the playing surface drops, the pitch drops, and the, and the, the other one comes up, obviously, yeah. for the different surfaces, and then the sides mm-hmm. fold in or fold out, depending on whether it's coming up or you know, going away. And they reckon the corner space the actual area for them to run up for a corner is so limited, it's literally a couple of strides. So isn't that going to be, that's going to be really interesting because it drops away, like all Premier League pictures all. Well, it'll like, stop Harry Kane taking corners. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're literally, you're going to I'm not sure Ericsson will be quite so pleased. Couple of, couple of, yeah. couple of strides. But anyway, we digress. So, um, but the technology they're utilising, because what have they got? They've got a, a system, haven't they, for, for the grass? Yeah, so like you are saying, they've obviously got the retractable pitch um, and they've also got a system for the grass, which is essentially um, an integrated pitch grow light system, um, mm-hmm. which is, is on rails. So kind of when, when the pitch has um, been brought out, they can bring it out and it, and it hovers over the top of the pitch. So right. it, it doesn't actually um, negatively impact the grass at all. Mm. So it doesn't um, roll on the grass? No. no like well, that's, the ones yeah, that's, that's clever. Yeah, like the ones that uh, most, mostly, uh, most Premier yeah. League clubs have. I mean, yeah, this, this is a... St- I mean, yeah, whatever you think about the cost and the delay, yeah, this is going to be a stadium that's right at the leading edge, isn't it, of, of football stadia right now. Mm. And, uh, you know, whoever you support, it's just... Yeah, it'll be, it'll be very, very interesting to, to watch and to see... You know what people think and how it develops over the short term, and um, yeah, as long as they don't beat City, that's fine. But <laughs> no, it, it's it's I'm excited. I mean, I'm really interested to see. Yeah, to well, see. I mean, visiting supporters will love it. I mean, mm. you know, but but again, of course, what this does now, it puts huge pressure on other clubs, other club owners, other club board, to you know look at you know whether you're yeah. improving a stadium. Well, we talked about Newport County last week, didn't we? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to be under serious pressure now. <laughs> Improve the things. They need this. They need these floating, uh, <laughs> the floating, floating lights. lights. So uh, anyway, there we go. But hey, interesting, interesting, and uh, yeah, look forward to it opening literally next couple of weeks. So good stuff. Right. Oh, we'll move on to Mr. Mourinho minute or Mourinho minute. But um, he hasn't been that active this week, has he? I mean, uh, obviously there was a, a lot of chatter and rumours about him possibly going to Real Madrid, and then of course they go back to bring in Mr. Zidane again and um, you know so uh, which again is a really weird I, I don't I think it's a step back and of course Gareth Bale you know had a big falling out before he before he left Zidane last time so I don't know how that will go down but um, we'll see he may be not there in the summer but what about uh, what about Mr. Mourinho where's he uh, 
uh, he, he, I mean, there was rumour he was in for the job, but uh, he maybe turned it down. Um, so, uh, but there's not a lot apart from him doing a bit of TV punditry and uh, yeah, he's on the TV again this morning, predicting who Man United are going to get in the Champions League. Yeah, well, that's, that's all. It's uh, quite insightful, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, yeah. how many. Let's hours see what before. the ball says shall we, when they pull it out. I mean, it's not that. You know. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's struggling. But uh, but what about Skull second? So we've oh, changed. Skull, yeah, we've like changed. It. The, so Mourinho minute Skull second. Well, literally, it is a second, isn't it? I mean, well, he, he was how many matches was he there for? Seven. <laughs> Seven matches, thirty-one yeah. days or something. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, we we obviously don't know what's you know. There's no. a lot of talk about the uh, the owner interfering or getting heavily involved in um, uh, with the players. But yeah, this is a. I mean, what what did Paul Scholes expect? You know, this is an owner of a you know a small mm. league two club mm. um, that you know is, you know, uh, he was going around talking to the you know to the the ladies in reception and you know all parts of the you know just. You're showing an interest in mm. what they were doing, including mm. the unfortunately the players and mm. the coaching staff. But you know, this is a a, a small fiefdom yeah, for, for this guy, right. and yeah. you've got to expect that. You 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 know, I don't think you could you can expect the modern owner, even if it's for a small club, to be completely mm. you know, detached detached from it. Yeah, no, I agree. Know? I agree. The, the 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 level of money invested is lower in real terms, but you know, or in absolute terms rather. But in real terms, it's it's there. It, it it is real, isn't it? Yeah, you know, he, yeah. he wants to have some sort of input in his investment. He does, but you were saying, Chelsea, that one or two people close to close to him, I think, had, had, had been fairly strong in advising him not to take it. Yeah, not to right? take the the manager role. Mm. The first so, place. Uh, yeah, it's normally personalities <laughs> in this sort of thing. But you're right. In a in a club of that sort of size, it's very difficult to uh, to separate the owner away from you know what's going on. And so, and Schalke have lost their manager as a result mm-hmm. of City thrashing them seven. Yeah. Just to, yeah. Just, I don't think I mentioned City yet. <laughs> Um, so, so, so do we now expect that you know, Pochettino is going to be on his way in the next Champions League fixture after City beat them? <laughs> yeah, no, he's, I think, he, well, who knows, but I think he's going to stay. I think he's going to stay. That's well, he's, he's running out of options now, isn't Well, he? I mean, Solskjaer's now you know, pretty much nailed on. Yeah. So that was an option. Zidane's so, gone back to... Zidane's gone back. So where, where, where else does he go? And I think with, you know, with what's now happening, you know, I, think he'll, I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay. And see what happens uh, in the transfer. Not because of the new stadium. But I don't think that's got anything to do with it. I think personally, it's just he can probably still achieve more at, uh, at Tottenham. And he's running out of options. Great. Okay. Well, we are now uh, wrapping it up. So we've got our uh, weekly quote from uh, the Big Short. Well, it's been a busy day. Yeah. I was a little late into the office this morning. Yeah, we noticed yeah. that. Yeah, we yeah. didn't say that. So, I'd, you know, I'd been to the gym. I, you know, I had two poached eggs. I played blackjack with Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> there you go. There you are. There you are. It's a bit so, forced that one, but well, yeah. yeah, next time we'll uh, we'll we'll think of something else. Yeah, good stuff. Well, we got it in there, and so uh, and we hey, and we came across we we've been interviewing for a, a, a gentleman to join us or somebody to join us, and um, he uh, is a big fan of the Big Short, he so is, uh, yes. he may be uh, subject to you know negotiations. He may be joining us next week. So uh, he'll, he'll have a quote as well. Yeah, great. So good. All right, guys. Well, thanks uh, again. And uh, thanks for everybody's contribution. We uh, will see you uh, next week. And uh, as we always say, have a great weekend. And good luck to the teams. Enjoy your football. And we'll, uh, we'll be back on next week. Take care.